0: Hello there, I'm Tim and he's John and this is How To Murder Time, a podcast about games and things.
1: Hello everybody. What's your... How do we do this again?
0: Oh gosh, it's been ages. How are you? I haven't seen you in
1: ages. No, it's been a whole month, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. How are you? I am fine. No, I was talking to them. Oh, they... They, they can't answer back. No. Oh, you they can't hear either. <laughs> Fair enough. I haven't posted these for the last two years.
0: Uh, right. OK. Well, that's all right. This is mostly me having conversations with my own inner voices and you anyway. Yeah. So it's a sort of therapy. Welcome. Yes, it's good. I'm good. I've had a holiday. I've done some hiking. I've done another week hiking survived. Three weeks done now. So, yep. spoiler alert, I lived. Um, Yes. did um, you get killed by the storm? No, no. The storm was right the week before, and I caught the tail end of it, and then glorious weather for the whole week. It was it was fantastic. Um, I'd done lots of little video clips, which I've passed over to the production team here.
1: Yes, I now need to watch them and uh, have a holiday by proxy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm hiking, so you don't have to. It's, Most it's people way.
1: just make you sit through a slideshow. It's, I yeah, have to it's, edit the It's like, it's like a
0: sort of four-hour set of holiday photos that just won't... Uh, with me going me, 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 all the way through. It's, four it's, hours. Is it? i don't know oh yeah but pre-edit <laughs> there's 100
1: gig of files <laughs> some of them were gaming videos. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah so that was good uh so i'm now 240 miles down with 400 miles to go uh, you're still
1: walking away not i'm still walking,
0: back. walking away no next time in may 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 2019 um when we're not allowed in europe anymore yeah uh i will be going round the end Oh. The next one, yeah, and it's a bleak old territory out there, I tell you. There's about the first two and a half days going around from St Ives to Penzance and there's nothing out there. I don't, I'm, I'm worried about I'm not even going to find enough water, let alone shops to buy food in. So it's yeah. going to be quite a rugged survival edition in May. But uh, no, it's very, very touristy, this one. I didn't sleep in a hedge once, it was campsites all the way. It was uh, quite a lot of quite a lot of bars, (laughs) quite a lot of cream cheese and ice creams.
1: Yeah, There was quite a lot of beer photos. Well,
0: North Cornwall, it's like the Newquay stretch where basically all the touristy stuff is. Uh, And that was me being a tourist. capital of the UK. Yeah, pretty much end of the season, so most of it was all winding down. But it was was a really good holiday. I enjoyed it a lot. Hopefully you'll enjoy seeing some of what I enjoyed as well probably
1: more people watch that than watch this (laughs) i don't blame them (laughs) to
0: be honest um okay well let's let's pizzazz this bit up a bit more that's that's that's, um yeah well let's talk about some games yeah i'm gonna start and it's been a month, so I've had to write them down because uh, <laughs> I, uh, my mind might be going a bit. Anyway, all uh, oh, right. So I've written install all the things. Yes, because basically uh, you know, I have my big hard disk yeah. crasher of, of 018. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm still recovering from that, still reinstalling stuff bit by bit because I still don't have like a super mega connection that everyone else has. I'm still on like, I don't know, it's like five megabits or something. Ooh. I know it's some crappy, uh, Even I crappy feel ADSL paying. thing still, but I just can't be bothered to sort it out. It's fast enough for... Online gaming—it's just the downloading. You know, is the you problem. could just get
1: fibre where you live.
0: Uh, yeah, but then I'd have to capitulate to Virgin's sustained campaign of, of mailbox abuse. Get I, Sky. I get, I get junk mail from them like constantly. I've got Sky. I'm on their stupid yeah. crappy dial-up. There. Oh, so great. I I, yeah, I just don't have the energy to deal with these people, and I don't really need it. I mean, yeah, once the things are installed, that's it. Yeah, yeah actually playing online games typically doesn't. I can for your hard band.
1: drives to dial up more regularly if that helps. <sighs> yeah, that would that would be helpful. Thank
0: you. Yeah, um, yeah but I got a. It was a two-terabyte one that died. I've got a four-terabyte one now, and I thought, i got to fill it to the brim with gaming fun and goodness. Um, and that's slowly taking a while to do. Um, so, yeah, basically, I've installed pretty much every MMO I've ever played, including some that have died. Um, so that's quite fun. Why? Yes, I'll get on to that. Let's, let's see. what well, That was in my list a bit further down, oh, yeah. though. You got, can do the E word. I've got a list. What? E? Huh. Yeah. Anyway, no. Um, no, but first of all, I'm going to do... Yeah, so I've got about... Forty or fifty games installed now. All the little icons in. I had to put them in folders. Forty or fifty. Yeah, I know. I have to put them in folders. Yeah, I know. That's it. Well, normally I, I pick two or three games and I relentlessly play them and really focus and really, you know, get involved and 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 absorb myself into it. But now I've got like forty or fifty games in separate little folders. This is the online ones here, the offline ones, because I can't play the online ones whilst Steam is trying to hog all my bandwidth. So you know, I have to sort of schedule my gaming around my downloading of more games. Have you not considered using the scheduling
1: gonna... on it to tell it when to? download stuff or to give, and use lower bandwidth
0: well sets. I'm either, either the PC's off or I'm playing games on yeah. it that's the problem anyway um, but what this has done is it's mean, meant I've not really that, that fascinated or engaged or involved in any of them I've got this weird, yeah. weird sort of flitty smorgasbord thing going on and it's, it's, it's sort of starting to bleed into the gaming itself as well because while I'm playing one thing I'm sat there thinking oh, I'm getting a bit bored of this oh I could be having fun in that other game you know that thing where whilst you're in the act of doing one thing you're already thinking about how good the next thing is is going to be yeah. and that's really destructive that's really damaging and I, I really need to probably rein it all in <laughs> and just pick a game or two and really focus on them but so far nothing's really really caught my attention nothing's really grabbed me and I'm, I'm wondering if it's because I'm a hiker now and I don't really play computer games yeah. <laughs> I, I, I dread I dread the day when I, I grow up or grow out of gaming you know, when I will when I just sort of after some disruption to my normal routine, I'll suddenly come back to it and think, "Oh, this is all rubbish. I could be out there doing something else." Yeah. Like, you know, Welcome to my last month. Well, yeah, and it's 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 worrying because it would fundamentally suggest that I, as a person, am, am changing out from under myself, and I, I worry about that. I don't like the idea well, of change. I've just had so like m- being someone new or different. I've just had a,
1: a month where I haven't really had a requirement to have a couple of games played to do a podcast. <laughs> And that has really cut down on my game.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. we're going to have to have a talk about this, I think, yeah. because I worry that the only reason you're playing games is so that you've got two things to fill a yeah. 10-minute segment on this, uh, this, this show That
1: Yeah, yeah. Saying that I am playing one of my favourite games ever now.
0: Well, this yeah. is a podcast about games and things. Yes. So you you presume you're doing other stuff instead of playing yeah, games. Oh, there we go. Painting models. There we go, painting models, yeah. Yeah, and um, we could talk about that. That's fine. I mean, you know, we haven't really got many listeners at all, or viewers an, at all, partic- who are particularly... You know, focused on any specific... This is why we never do the single-game podcast. Yeah. You know, the single-game podcast or the single-game blog or whatever is, is great when you're in the throes of it, but eventually you get a bit sick of your single-game podcast. And I, then you've I've, lost your reason to be doing I, your I thing I was at all.
1: wondering if I should start up a single-game podcast on The Matrix Online. Of course, yeah. one, I never played it. Two, it's incredibly cancelled. <laughs> You never
0: played it, and no one else can play it now either. Yeah, yeah I think you'd be a foremost authority yeah. on the subject. It would be sort of, sort of from an antiquarian perspective, yeah. like like you know, people who who specialise in formations used during particular assaults in the First World War. Yeah. You know.
1: And what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, go through all of the features in it and yes. all the uh, updates and just assume they were all fantastic. <laughs> they,
0: well, they must have been because yeah. oh uh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh God, yeah. So so yeah, it's all been a bit antsy and angsty and a bit philosophical of late, but I think perhaps that's just. You know, bit bit um, stir crazy after having been out in the fresh air for a week. Yeah. Um, yes, but I, I'll get there. I'll get there. I have I've, I've seen favourites emerging and and routine re-establishing itself a bit. I'm going to talk about Lord of the Rings Online, and my first one. I've written mounted combat there. I finally reached the mounted combat in Lord of the Rings Online. I'm about. This is the mounted combat that I assume is fantastic. That was introduced about 2014 or 2013 yeah. or something. So yeah, it's about four or five years old. This feature.
1: No, <laughs> that was in last time I played.
0: I don't, yeah, well yeah, it was the, the, I didn't get
1: as far as to go look at it
0: It's the Riders of Rohan expansion Is The mounted combat was the big thing uh, and I've only just got there on this this current replay through, my stubborn Saturday playthrough of trying to get the entire story done as yeah. a kind of weird grudge match marathon thing I mean, you know, I've long since gotten bored of the basic nature of questing gameplay and hotkey combat, cooldown yeah. clocks t- yeah. targeting, all that thing and that, that stretches across to pretty much all the games I'm playing, which is part of the reason I'm not sticking in any of these MMOs I'm playing at the moment. I've got about you know tw- about about fifteen or so MMOs installed at once at the moment, and I'm trying to settle on one of those. Trying to find one I'm enjoying for its moment-to-moment gameplay, and none of the the traditional MMO stuff is doing it for me anymore, and and Lotro included. I mean, I like the backstory and the world and the lore, obviously. Yeah. That's one. That's its big selling point is the the premier Tolkien experience. But also, I think the Warden is somewhat insulated from the usual boring tab-hotkey tab combat in that you've got a gambit system, so you have to sort of remember your little Simon Says, simple Simon game of sequencing to, to, to use your combos correctly. Yeah. So that keeps it a little bit interesting. But anyway, so a long story short, we talked about some previous shows. We finally got to Rohan. There was a big bit in um, the Great River, um, which is sort of a zone between Lothlorien and Rohan proper as a sort of on-foot introductory zone, and we went through all there That's Sounds right. Quite interesting limb-like gorge section. An overworld zone full of elite and nemesis-grade group mobs okay. wandering the landscape. That's something you almost never see. I mean, that was for, something... For reasons. Well, it's something they did way back in the early days of the game. There was a whole, you know, pockets of particular zones full of elite mobs that yeah. you just stayed away from if you're solo, and that was something that groups could go and do. And then for a very long time, they sort of... Did, sort of uh, deprecated that whole idea and decided, oh no, no one plays in groups anymore, particularly older games where no one is playing through as a yeah. group. Yeah. You can't find pick up groups just for day to day gaming. That's purely the preserve of end game dungeons, no one else groups for anything else. Unless, you know, you're doing it as a social thing. And in which case you just don't really care what the content is anyway. So why make whole sections of the world out of bounds to solo players who are essentially going to be your core market from, you know, six months into the game's yeah. launch until till its end. Um but no, they seem to have gone back and, and done a whole zone full of very scary trolls and giant walking trees Ooh. that are, that take some significant work to deal with. We were just about dealing with them they were just about green grade on on level. Okay. We, we're massively over levelled for the experience that we're yeah. With, yeah, for the game we're playing. Um yeah, and that's quite interesting. There's a whole new rep there, a lot of pro sort of Rohan style stuff. It's all very um well, like the Rohan in the films, you yeah. know, you sort of Nord you know, just Scandinavian style longhouses and all that kind of thing. Um so we got to finally got to the horses. After a bit of to and fro, we got to the Argonaut. You know the big statues yep. on the yeah. river. That was quite cool. I did enjoy that. It does really well on the bits that are in the books. Yes. Um, and there's a whole, whole, quite ex- protracted and extended set of session play instances with um, the breaking of the fellowship, where Frodo goes off on his own, and yep. um, Sean Bean goes and tries and kills him and stuff. You get to experience that through various different. You get the same. Basically, it's the same bit of the book experienced in two or three different session plays through the views of each. Different oh, that's character. interesting. Yeah. So you get to be Frodo as he goes off and has is a massive angst attack on the hill and you get to have some of the idea of what's going on there and then you get to do exactly the same thing as boromir okay (laughs) and and just the sort of interesting little slants on the different perspectives of the text and the narrative yeah i mean pippin and merry are just referred to as that hobbit and that other hobbit (laughs) over their heads (laughs) from boromir's perspective it's like the elf the dwarf that hobbit that other (laughs) hobbit it's it's like he hasn't bothered to remember their names or anything It's, it's really really quite well done so anyway so you do you sort of you go there and you you pick up the traces, you realise that the fellowship is broken, and I think in the end you decide to follow Aragorn and, and Legolas and Gimli as they're trying to follow Pippin and Merry.
1: Okay. So that's
0: the sort of slant. But, 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 but Rohan is a big place, and you will need a war steed to cross it. Uh, yeah. So off we go to this whole side thing. <coughs> where you now go off and learn the yeah, horse. go to the horse shop. You go to the horse shop. You go to this big old training area, you get your special war steed. There's a bit of a story as to how you end up getting it. Um, yeah, so let's get down to Nuts and Bolts then. The gameplay for the War Mountain Combat, I... I don't know. I don't know. It's I I like what they've tried to do, but it it, it looks like it it just doesn't seem to have really clicked. Certainly, perhaps for me, maybe I'm just dense and don't get it. Not very good at it. It's
1: always a possibility. But But basically, I'm inclined to agree that it's not you in this case. Well, the horse functions
0: pretty much like a Spitfire. Okay, it's, it's got a minimum speed. Well, you can stop it, obviously, but you, it has a. You set its throttle, and it will just gallop at that. Are speed Are they
1: aware? Yeah. Of how a horse works. Not really. No, no. They, <laughs> I think they've, they've based their entire
0: design experience of this section on motorbikes, as far <laughs> as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, and
1: motorbikes with a stall speed.
0: It, well, no, it doesn't stall as such. But okay, so you have you set you. Have, it's not you hold down the button to keep. You can set it yeah. to hold down the button. They've got an alternate control scheme, but basically, you you, you tap you
1: tap your forward key until it's you've got the right speed on this throttle okay. gauge your horse has a throttle so you set the throttle then your turning circle changes based on your yes, speed yes yes and so then it's all positioning it is, so you can get your broadside. it's basically exactly the same <laughs> same
0: gameplay that we've come to know and love from the original lucas arts x-wing games yeah. um except on a two-dimensional plane and yeah. most of the x-wing games are on a two-dimensional map like, yeah. in, in practice anyway so yeah so you're basically galloping across the landscape now obviously this is nuts and stupid and why wouldn't you stop and get off and use your weapons that you You've been spent the last eighty-five levels getting <laughs> getting good at. Do you have special horse weapons? You have special horse bar, yeah. Uh, so, I th- so I think what they've done is it's your, you're not mounted on a horse; you become the horse effectively yeah. for, for what this. And it replaces your skill bar with three different stances: there's like a ranged one, a close one, and a tanking one. There are light bridle, tanking on a horse, light bridle, medium bridle, and heavy bridle, which are your trinity horse classes. I'm not something. entirely sure so that makes the horses sense. are literally different sizes. Yeah. I, I went for the heavy because why wouldn't you? Yeah. And so you tap your speeds and that sets your your desired throttle but that's not your actual speed that changes depending if you're turning if you're going up and down hills and stuff okay. so you've got this dr- quite a lot of drift between your desired speed and actual speed and of course because yeah like i say the, the smart thing to do to just stand still with your horse and then just stab at someone on the ground or whatever what they do I have the higher ground well basically they have to make the horse worthwhile being on and worthwhile galloping at speed because they're trying to... Are they considered a lance or well, a spear? No. Well, i got spears anyway. That's what my yeah, jeff, yeah. my warden uses from, from level one onwards. Long the pointy and things devil. that you can go you fast think, and you think wardens in. would be natural not light cavalry, yeah. really, but no. So, anyway, they, the, what they've done is they've had, they've had to put all these horse abilities in and then they've keyed the, the abilities power based on some kind of multiplier based on your speed. Okay. So basically, the faster you're going, the more damage you do. But of course, the faster you're going, the more likely you are to just gallop off off into the distance yeah. while your target sort of lumbers after you. They're trying to recreate those sort of stirring battle scenes from Helm's Deep in the Peter Jackson yeah. films, you know, where you got these big phalanx of of, of of horse lords with the big flowing hats and stuff, and they're all galloping in, in in line, and they've got their spears, and it's all lots of shouting and hurrah. And they're trying to recreate that, and it really doesn't come across at all. <laughs> so you end up with this target in the middle, and it's like with well, the three of us and our little group, we're we're playing through, we're all on the horses, and we end up just doing sort of zigzag overlapping loops that yeah. keep crossing as we each go past the thing in the middle and get a couple of stabs in before we get out of range again and but then we, but and obviously it's just much easier to get off and, and and fight on foot but they've sort of tried to make the horse more appealing by giving you lots of bonus damage if you're going at full speed but I don't want to go at full speed because go, going at full speed's rubbish going at full yeah. speed means I'm just completely missing my target over and over again and having to do massive loops and coming back around and then have another stab at it and then go off over the next hill, hill, horizon and hillside and it's it's just really I don't know. It, well, we, to be fair, we've only had like two sessions playing it, I suppose, using this stuff, but I just don't... I don't know. It it feels feels majestic. These, the war horses you use are different to the, the cosmetic horses you use for yeah. travelling. Um, they do go faster at full tilt, but you get this fantastic drift with the whole thing. They they slide as they go around corners. You can do basically handbrake turns on these horses oh, when you're trying to go around sort of narrow, twisty paths and stuff. You have to slow down or you go off the edge because they they got a real drift on them. It's they handle really weirdly. That's what they like they like motorbikes. It's like sort of trying to do you know motocross rally with yeah. a, with, a, with a javelin or something.
1: It's, you see, now that's an idea for a game I want.
0: Well, perhaps yeah, maybe there's some sort of weird Mad Max spin-off with motorbikes or yeah. something. I don't know, but yeah, I, it's (sighs) like... I know what they're trying to do here. And yes, I've seen the films and read the books as well. And I know I know what's needed. And clearly, they thought, All right, we're going to have to have some kind of mounted combat. And so they've decided to go down, instead of just tacking it on as extra abilities, letting you actually fight while you're on your little travel mounts, yeah. they've decided to try and go for some weird pseudo vehicular combat, which uh, I'm reminded of auto assault. Okay. And that, that didn't really work very well either. No. Auto assault, you were in cars, obviously, you know, yeah. um, and they, the enemy were in cars, and you had some sort of wheel tracking turret thing that could lock on and fire at targets whilst you were driving along and you also had use your hotkey abilities and stuff but the problem is the problem with auto assault is that trinity, basic trinity based you know infantry style gameplay just does not work when you're all going past each other at like 60 or yeah. 70 mile an hour in opposite directions you get one shot at it i mean the best vehicular combat i've ever seen done is obviously mad max yeah that was fantastic they do this thing where if you're close enough you, the camera just locks to each other and you're basically it's no longer no longer actual you and them on the landscape shooting at each other you, you move into this sort of weird narrative cutscene style mode where you're then you know clambering around vehicles and trying to throw things yeah. you know that, that works really well or the Thunderpoon thing the harpoon on the yeah. back of the car that you have the sort of bullet time slowdown but of course MMO multiple yeah. viewpoints you can't do anything with time
1: no you just slow down the entire server <laughs> so
0: everyone has to wait while someone in <laughs> The next next zone is doing a, a cool horse jumping manoeuvre. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I, it's, it seems like a really difficult problem to solve. It seems like a problem that, to be honest, I'd have just sidestepped. I'd have made it, yeah, okay, here's Rohan and um, perhaps we can do something clever with your travel mounts so that you can just do your normal fighting whilst mounted instead yeah. of having to get off like you normally do. Because these these war horses, they, you can use them to travel in the old world zones, but all of the horse attack abilities are greyed out while okay. you're in those zones. So you can't actually use them to do mounted combat yeah. in the nor- you know, in the lone lands or wherever. This is purely available for the Rohan zones. That's the f- of what I've seen of the Rohan Zones so far, they've really, out, really outdone themselves with distant vistas. There's some fantastic places that, for example, when you go up on top of the the, 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 uh, the Amon Hen and stuff, near near the lake where the breaking of the fellowship is, you go up, they send you up there as part of the story, and you get to the top and you look over the edge and whoosh, really really impressive yeah. distant vistas, and that's something Turbine have been really good at, all the way back yeah, to Ashawn's yeah. call, and you know, all of their games, they, they seem to have a knack for, do, for creating convincing long distance views, and They've really started to apply that. And from what, I've, from what I'm told, what I've seen briefly, the Rohan zones, and there's quite a lot of them, are really, really big compared yeah. to like the Lone Lands and Hobbiton and all the rest of it. They're, because obviously, if you're trying to do it all on high speed horse combat, I th- I'm speaking from a position of ignorance, it might work well. I just don't know if I can, you know, get enough practice in to get the hang of how it's <laughs> Before how you run out of zones, where after
1: the next zone. Before we crack
0: on to. Yeah, because where what, the horses I, go away, basically. Uh, yeah, what I'm told, the horses do pretty much go away after yeah. Rohan you, once you get to Gondor and stuff it's all back onto foot and and you know for the rest of the game it's it's, it's like they tried it as an experiment and it was okay it wasn't usually well received I suppose I mean, I was talking to Multi about it and he's, he's a bit of a electro veteran and he, he does basically just stop the horse in front of the enemy and just yeah. stab stab stab, <laughs> stab and I could see why because it's Yes, you get all this bone. They've had to put all these artificial bonuses to damage and and ability scores and stuff when you're going full tilt because going at full tilt is utterly detrimental to useful combat in any other circumstance Unless you've got these, you've got all these momentum bonuses, then you know it's it's just a frustrating exercise of trying to get one stab on the on the on the you know pedestrian target before you gallop about a quarter of a mile away and have to turn around and come back. So yeah, and and we had this just and because because you're doing that. You're doing these big long arcs. You, it's an absolute secondary aggro nightmare because yeah, as you go yeah. scalloping off over the next hillside, you aggro another load of wolves and come back in in another angle, and so eventually you end up in this sort of uh, this weird unending battle that you just keep <laughs> picking up new targets constantly because you're doing these massive loops. Maybe it's my bad horsemanship. Maybe I, you know, I'm not a great cavalry person, but because uh, you can't. Loot, go round and round and round in tight enough circles yeah. to be able to just keep yeah. the fight on the one target, especially if they're, if they're a pedestrian I mean there are a few, man, I don't know if there are mounted enemies out there, we've seen wags and goblin riders so far but, which I suppose might count as cavalry opponents and I don't know. I mean, the tooltips imply that you know there's a stance designed for galloping alongside a target and you know doing the battling yeah. like that. But I've not seen that happen. I don't think their their AI and their pathing and their combat system is up to it doing. Yeah, like like I said with the Just Cause and Mad Max style forced cutscene where you're you know punch punch yeah. punch you know clambering around the vehicle punch punch. You know, when Rico tries to. To hijack a vehicle. Yes, you typically you jump onto it and then it it goes galloping along. You have got some blurred background scenery, but what's actually happening there is you're not actually going up a road in the game. You know, that's sort of moved to a sort of weird cutscene yeah. space. So it's almost like a rolling road whilst you do your little jumping around on the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then once you've seized control of the vehicle, it's back to the main world and off you go again. But you couldn't really do that, I suppose, in LOTRO. It's just not up to the job. No. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, obviously there's a lot more of this mounted combat to come. We've only just reached Rohan, and that's a whole expansions worth of, of story and yeah. stuff still to see. So, um, yeah, perhaps I'll get the hang of it, but I suspect I'll eventually I'll get the hang of it just as we're going to leave for the White Mountains and the Paths of the Dead and all the rest of the Gondor stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Leto there. Still going. Um a bit baffled by what I'm seeing so far. I don't know. I'm sort of, you know, p- patiently tolerating the mounted combat so far. <laughs> it may grow on me, or it may not get the chance, and it may just go away again as we move on further. I don't know. But, um, I can tell you what. It's an absolute... P- it, is just, it was so oversold. It was all oh, mounted combat, mounted yeah. combat. woo. And and for starters, you do not get to do of combat until you get to character level eighty five, yeah. which is past shadows of Angmar, past the mines of Moria, past. The Mirkwood thing, past Isengard, it's your fifth expansion, it's your (laughs) fifth content, fourth expansion in before you get even a sniff of this. Now, the smart thing to do would have been to give give some Lobies some horse riding, like they did with the Skirmishes. The Skirmishes were very good, very clever, interesting, useful sort of pseudo on demand content style of generation thing that runs in parallel to your normal leveling through the world first one of those, I think, level 10, yeah, which is reasonable. You know, 10 levels, you can get that done in one or two sessions. And You're out and in the newbie area. At that point, you've learned how to play the game, and now you can look at skirmishes. Um, I think there might even be an epic battle. Epic battles are the big thing after mounted combat, and I don't even know what that's like, but that's where they've tried to, in some way... <laughs> how do you do the Battle of Helm's Deep in an MMO? This is badly. Re- well, we'll find out eventually, I think, if I keep going at it. But I think you can do some of those quite early on as well. But for some reason, they've just hidden the mounted combat behind... A Vast time sink which is essentially or obviously yes pay pay up for your gift of the Valar yeah. instant level f- I don't know there isn't an instant level 85 I think you can go to 50 and then there's another one at about 100 or 85 yeah. eighty five. so yeah there's no way to quickly get to the mounted combat and have a look they're at it
1: they're just not catering for new players anymore because there must be so fewer of them
0: I think that's the case I th- yeah I mean who, who, who hasn't, dis- hasn't played Lord of the Rings online now whoever had an interest in it yeah. no one so yeah it's a smart move cater to the existing players and make sure they're happy otherwise because when they go no one else is going to replace them and yeah. your game dies so yeah so there we go i i'd like to say i'll play play more of it but i'm just not convinced entirely at the moment um yeah so that's later anyway yeah. you want to
1: talk for a bit i'm going to talk about I pick up
0: my phone which i dropped and and totally didn't you know make a thing of i thought it, was it really did weird. make a clang. it did make a right
1: sorry you, you carry on yeah don't mind me i'm going to talk about uh Sorry, I'm,
0: yeah. don't mind me. I'm all right.
1: I'm going to talk about uh, Forza Horizon 4. Forza Horizon 4? Forza Horizon 4 is another Forza Horizon game. Okay. Which means it's the open... Have you not seen that Horizon yet? No. It's an <laughs> open-world driving game where you drive around the uh, country of choice in that particular one and you do lots and lots of driving um, missions, or races as they're called, mm-hmm. Um because they rebranded them for some reason to be racist. No. No. Yeah, I don't. Um, and uh, become more and more popular to so are not more races, and that's basically, it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now, the difference about four is the first one was set in uh, Colorado. Okay, yeah. Second one was set in the south of France. Third one was set in Australia. Very glamorous. Fourth one is set in the UK.
0: Oh dear, here we go. (laughs) Hot holes, leaves, (laughs) poor rain driving conditions constantly. It's still got weather, Uh, but the the big change really badly repaired roads. The the
1: big change this time is uh, the seasons change. Okay. So you've got spring, summer, winter, and um, the other one. Mm. Uh, And yeah. Fire. Uh, and when, when it changes, you know, when you get to the autumn, it all gets leaves down and okay. get to the winter, there's snow. And remarkably, the roads don't just grind to a complete halt. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. tailbacks. <coughs> Spring has bluebells in the forests. forest. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't know we needed to grit the roads. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Does, uh, it, does that affect the driving yeah. characteristics and performance of the game itself? Oh, yeah, if you're driving on snow oh, yeah. and some of the lakes freeze over. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it really does make a change. Um, so, you say the UK, you mean the whole of the UK or selected parts of Well, the... the furthest north you can go is Edinburgh. Okay. And the furthest south is uh, Uffington. Uffington. The White oh, Horse. It's...
0: Oh, okay. Right. And it's about. That's not like an entire world, but that's different areas, presumably.
1: Well, it, it's a, uh abbreviated version of the UK <laughs> right, where those two yeah. locations are about 15 kilometres apart. <laughs> <laughs> so the uk
0: by someone who's only ever seen it on a map yeah
1: yeah yeah Yeah, so it doesn't quite need the whole thing it doesn't quite come down south yeah uh and it only really gets as far as edinburgh so it doesn't really do the interesting bits of scotland either well it does have mountains that they've sort of put right next to edinburgh in a we need some mountains kind of way yeah the game is gorgeous it looks absolutely staggeringly good they do
0: these days don't they did you have
1: to when's the last time you had to upgrade your graphics card uh, I haven't upgraded my graphics
0: card no, this is for what, five years or so. This is concerning me somewhat. It's, it's like, Four years? I remember a time not so long ago when you'd have to get a new one every like three to four months, ideally, to be on top of the yeah. game development. But now it seems like we're, we've, they've cracked the problem of graphics capability.
1: Well, well the, the way There's, they're going to get around that is they're starting to do ra- ray tracing instead now. Ooh. And so uh, if you want the uh, games running as ray traced, you're going to need the next generation of cards. Oh, okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah, um, the UK looks gorgeous. It, mm. it is staggeringly pretty, and for a game where a lot of it is just driving around, it really is a nice place to spend some time. Yeah, yeah,
0: because the, the Forza Horizon stuff is is largely about the open worldedness of yeah. it. or it's not yeah. it's not just you know, a you, series of technical go, events.
1: What it is is you've got a series sure. of events you can go to. Mm. It has the showcases, which are stupid events. Mm. Like I had to uh, race the Flying Scotsman. <laughs> into edinburgh uh <laughs> that's quite cool well we stopped like jumping over it and stuff uh, yeah yeah there was one where i had to race a helicopter uh sorry, a hovercraft down a hill it's a bit top gear mm. <laughs> well yeah yeah oh that's the thing really the game is very much top gear but with this one it's also file. Okay. Because it's sort of the UK, so it's nice. Countryfile. Yeah. but it happens to be that one episode they have per year of Country File, yeah. which is about taking an extremely rare and valuable Aston Martin and driving <laughs> it through dry stone walls. <laughs> I keep missing that one. Yeah, ah, yeah. oh, the dry stone walls you just plow oh, through the crumbles, yeah, spectacularly, quite satisfyingly. Mm-hmm. Also, the central reservation in the motorway, yeah, oh, that, that, that will not stop you, <laughs> <laughs> it just goes like balsa wood wow does not do its job mm. uh, um oh the, the other i did a showcase uh this morning in fact where it was um, halo themed because microsoft halo themed yeah did you get so, the warthog is it yeah it was in the warthog there was the pelican flying over and uh cortana I don't know talking the and, is. And, yeah. right it was weird okay weird uh, tie-in thing <laughs> cortana talking and saying Driving through Bamborough Castle, straight through the middle of it, saying "Oh, there's some, some kind of ancient fortification," <laughs> <laughs> which is quite amusing.
0: Yeah, sounds cool.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. There's also lots of because it's an open world game, collectibles and stuff. There's the uh, drive along every road, mm. which is uh, I always get very distracted. Yeah, by Yeah,
0: yeah. The sort of the vast, long scale achievements. <laughs> yeah,
1: and there's also smashing billboards. Or advertising hoarding things. <laughs> right. Uh, which is, you know, most of them are relatively easy, but quite a lot of them need to be jumped on top of a building. There's one on top of a church. I don't even know where the jump is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come at it from a helicopter or something.
1: Yeah. There's no, no flying. Yeah. Just cars at the moment. Right. Good range of cars. Yes, Are yes. they based on real models? Oh, yeah, they're, real all, they're all properly licensed. Real oh, they're actual, actual
0: real models, not those yeah. sort of fake, fake manufacturer names you see in like GTA and things.
1: Um, Forza tends to get used by people like McLaren to launch mm. cars now.
0: Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a sort of simulator, yeah. I suppose, yeah.
1: Uh, they're nearly all real cars. I mean, the Warthog's in there, which yeah, is well, slightly yeah. less than real. Mm. And also there's a, a James Bond pack. Does it feel like the cars are laid out in a kind
0: of progression, or is it just a case of find car you like and, and just specialise on that? Uh, or do you always it, feel it, like you have to keep upgrading <coughs>
1: cars? No, uh, you never feel like you need to keep upgrading. Mm. You basically... If you do a race with a car, mm. it will populate the race with uh, opponents around your car's ah, okay. level. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you don't always have to be the right class. I did a rally in a um, um, Jaguar supercar from the nineties, <laughs> and that was not as easy as it could be because <laughs> that car does not. Sounds handle quite heavy. Well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, a bit of drift. But you know, if, if, if I chose to do it in the Land Rover, which I have, which would have been perfect, it would have been fine. Um, so yeah, you, you're going to want an off-road four by four. You're going to want a nice rally-ish car, but you get given them quite happily. Hmm. Um, I haven't had any issue with running out of money yet, which was is an issue. Yeah, it's a sort of gating progression. Yeah, hmm. cause I this time I haven't bought the car pass or the VIP. In fact, I haven't even bought the game. Oh, what's the day? Hey, what? It's all free to play, is it? No, uh, I've got Microsoft Game Pass, oh, which okay. unlocks it on Xbox and PC for me. Okay. it's only the standard edition so I don't get the VIP thing which yeah. is extra money and right. money off in the game what's like
0: the DLC like is it quite at the moment it's just or?
1: car packs I think it's yeah. 20 quid for a year and you get 6, oh, some eight sort of subscription of thing is it no you just get a, a, a new release of cars every okay, yeah. so often Fair but right. I haven't bothered with that because What's the point? Well,
0: yeah. If you really get into it, that's how I see. The, the the role of DLC is for people who become really, really, yeah. real fans of there, the game. there, there, are, proper, there is more. There for you. There if you will want. be
1: proper DLC later because there was. I mean, in the last uh, couple, we've had uh, um, a rally one where in Australia it went off to the mountains, so there was all snowy rally in the mountains, and there was also. Um, the Hot Wheels expansion, which basically just put Hot Wheels track everywhere and you drove it, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, there will be a similar stuff kind of thing. Here. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, I would imagine. But as a
0: sort of base for that, as a, as yeah. a sort of next step in the, the franchise, this whole thing is a definite improvement.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Picks up on things that yeah. weren't as good last time. Uh, yeah, know, yeah, just all uh, streamlined and nice. Hmm. Um, you, you can. Uh, get clothing for your avatar in-game. Which oh, you have, actually, a, you have a person, do you? Yeah, which you see in cutscenes. Oh. Uh, or when you stop to take a photo at a beauty spot. Uh, okay. Uh, mm. uh, yeah, you, you're driving along, and there's lots of people parked in lay thinking You keep dogging. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, What's it, the
0: traffic like when you're out and about? Does it seem like realistic UK traffic, or is it all just other supercars coming the other way all the time?
1: Uh it tends to be the same type of cars you're in. Oh, OK. But there's also... Like buses yeah, there's buses and lorries. Yeah, there's lorries and buses, and in winter there's ploughs everywhere, which is highly unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> so what UK they're <laughs> all about, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, it's really fun. It's really great fun. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm just plinking away at it. and um, Oh, the progression starts weird, too. Mm. Uh, to start with, the seasons only change when you get to a certain point in the game. Okay. But I ploughed through all of those in about three hours without doing that many races because <laughs> I was getting so many points just by driving across the Spring world. summer, really fast. Autumn, ah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'd be in each one for about an hour what, until I'm literally not the watching one. the peaks like snow <laughs> coming down
0: <laughs> and then going up in like stop motion. And, and
1: so now, now that I've gone through all that, and it's demonstrated them all to me, each week there's a new uh season for everyone so okay. at the moment it is uh, autumn. interesting yeah well, i assume next week's going to be winter that's generally how it goes <laughs> yeah. yeah um so uh, yeah it, the you, game will change over if time it's really
0: set in the uk it should probably just roll a dice Get yeah really give them a week
1: yeah really should at the moment it's like our oh, weather's broken <laughs> <laughs> did anyone do anything um, we should probably check to see if we've done anything like really check the, of, sort of check like the thermostat again, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's tremendous fun, and I really enjoy it. Cool. Uh, okay, I'm going to talk about Warhammer Online.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I had this weird hankering. I have a question. I don't know. Yes. Didn't God. that get cancelled? It did. Yes, it's closed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but when it, as it closed, uh, I think there was like, a, like the usual. Oh, we should do an emulator. Yeah, keep the flame alive. You know, that sort of thing. The usual sorts of things you see at the end of oh. any any set, yeah. MMO sunsetting. But um, remarkably, they've actually done it this one. Wow. So, yes, it's, called, it's uh, you'll have to Google for it. It's called Return of Reckoning. Um, I don't yeah. even know if they've actually used the Warhammer name. It seems to be one <laughs> of these no-one's no one's quite kicked up enough of a fuss to shut the thing down yet. Um, yeah. uh, so, I don't even know who actually owns, well, obviously, Games Workshop owns the watching. IP, but, I mean, in terms of the, it, the MMO, is it? It
1: was EA, wasn't it,
0: it? was EA, but, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because it's all Bioware, Mythic, EA.
1: Yeah, yeah so I would imagine that... Um, I, if
0: it kicked up, if it, if, it, if it attracted enough notice, and I don't think I'm helping here. Um, it probably could be shut down like that but um,
1: yes. It would it, probably be Games Workshop who would but they haven't so they probably won't.
0: Well I don't know yeah it's, it's there they they uh, they make no shame about distributing the client as well yeah. which is usually the big no-no. That's usually the sort of legalistic crutch people <laughs> like try and, try and hide behind for emulation <coughs> projects is that well you know we're not yep. distributing the, the, the actual game client. Yep. You need your own game client discs and we're not providing them. No they've just got to download yeah crack on with it. Um, it's a set fixed uh, version from near the end of it all i think the 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 egypt tomb kings expansion thing is in there and working sort of i say working Ah, uh, yeah so yeah anyway, i downloaded it fired it up a go. Yeah. i don't know why i had this urge i just i just remembered i had very fond memories of because we did do a proper static group playthrough all the way through to max level in there and we did quite a bit of the the realm, v. realm stuff as well um but I just really remembered uh, being quite enchanted with the the games, yeah, the actual proper Warhammer world and the implementation of it as you know through that MMO. Yeah. It, was, it was really well done. It was you know a lot of lot of lot of interesting nooks and crannies. The Tome of Knowledge was quite a fascinating thing as well. You know, lots of backstory and lore to experience. So they innovated and design invented the public quest, now made famous in places like um, in Guild Wars and Guild Wars Two yeah. and many other places. It was quite an innovative game, but it was quite a broken game as well. I remember when we were static grouping through the official live and re- proper game that you actually pay money for. Um, we were finding utterly broken public quests. I think Empire Tier 4, some of the public quests there were just not functioning, placeholder NPCs, things going wrong, typos. You know, this is like, you know, two or three years into its yeah. run, you know. Uh, and then it died and went away. So, yeah, the emulation project uh, remarkably is there and working and you can go along to, uh, yeah, look for Return of Reckoning, Warhammer Return of Reckoning. You'll probably find it googling quite easily. Uh, they got the, they got their own little pack type thing which just makes sure that you're on the right bit of build of it and then yeah downloads the whole client from somewhere there's a 64-bit version that i'm using it seems to well i say seems to work so yeah you fire up you 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 start your your character you appear in the chaos portal and in nords nordsker and north nordlands or whatever and um yeah, you can run around, and do stuff. The uh, so a couple of things. The the um, <laughs> a couple of the quests are, are pretty broken. There's a lot. Of, there's a bit, all the beginner tooltips are missing because yeah. no one thought it would be necessary. This is not a game appealing to new players. No. Um, the there's a weird thing that I had that nearly did for me, which was that every so often it crashes to desktop and with no explanation. Yeah. There's this weird sound stuttering thing <laughs> and then gone. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh god. I and, and it seemed to be positional It seemed to be in certain places you went to in-world that caused it to kick off and then die, whereas if you went elsewhere, you were fine for a bit. And I thought, well, I was doing this. Anyway, so a bit of grubbing around, and uh, the Windows application log is your friend. Yeah. I feel very proud of myself. I did the proper diagnostics, dug into the Windows uh, log event loggers and stuff and found it was coming from something in the in a, a subdirectory called Miles, which is the Sounds Miles cyber, system. Yeah. 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 Uh, and one particular mp3.asi site file was the, the module, that caused the problems and so armed with that I went back online I do a hunt on their forums and oh yeah it's a known issue just delete that file <laughs> so basically you go to the patcher and after it's patched because it will repatch the yeah. file in every time but before you push connect delete that ASA file and then you get no music in game but it works yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, a, a less tenacious person might have given up at that point. And not a less bothered tenacious playing.
1: person would have written an entire emulator <laughs> for a dead game as well.
0: Yeah, it's quite. I mean, you got to really want to want to go, but it works. It's after a fashion. You could get enough of a. It's essentially I wanted a kind of interactive wander around postcard rather than a determined to yeah. go at getting back into. I've not tried any Realm v Realm stuff. Apparently, there's quite a plowing population of about five to yeah. five hundred or thousand people there. Sometimes. Um, and that's all going on in the tier 4 RVR lake obviously I mean I'll have to work my way up the levels I don't know it's there now I can tinker with it when I like I just wanted to have a wander around the dark elf starter area in particular yeah. and, and some of the other areas There's just really nicely designed world in there um, but yes it's 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 played with all sorts of problems I mean when you update quest stages the NPC will literally vanish and another one is re- <laughs> in front um, half a lot of the quests that involve doing complicated things like a score go and find a person capture them and a Got them back to the place. We'll just auto complete, okay? Because they they couldn't work out how to make those work, so yeah. they're just all right. You just talk to the NPC again, and it's complete. You know, done. That's my uh, idea questing. Yeah, exactly. i have done that thing. Okay, <laughs> you're good to you go. You haven't gone very long. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. You just stood right there. I've done it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a very rough and ready thing. But then you know, now I think about it, the official live released game itself wasn't hugely no, uh, no. a huge exemplar of of uh, software QA practice. So, yeah, it's there, and it's interesting. I mean, I don't know how involved I'll get or how much I'll play... Um it does have a bit of a reputation for somewhat authoritarian, uh, oligarchic types of uh, GM and game masters yeah. and, and dev type people. You you know, you step out of line on the forums and you are gone, apparently. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, but then, you know, why? It's their game. They, don't, they put the yeah, work yeah, in. It's up yeah. to them, you know, so they can run it how they like. But, uh, yeah, apparently you get quite short shrift complaining about anything at the, at the powers that be who run this thing. So, you know, just shut up and get on with yeah. it or go away, I suppose, is the attitude. And that's fine. That's utterly fair um yeah so i don't know i gotta sort of just work my way down the the sort of storyline trail through the pve areas i might dip into the rvr just to see if it works and how it works yeah. i imagine most of the testing and qa and work has gone into the rvr yeah. stuff because that is the p- main reason you are playing yeah. warhammer online it's not well it wasn't widely renowned for its pve although i enjoyed the pve of it and, and indeed the public questing although it'd be interesting to see if any of those actually work because that was quite complex even back then that
1: never worked at the time it was
0: yeah, so it often broke in the, in the real game, so um, yeah, so there it is. Return of Reckoning, and um, uh, one of these remarkable emulation projects that has actually borne fruit. It is more or less there. I guess they're still chipping away and it's still fixing things, but fundamentally works and allows yeah. you to play. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can count on like you know one hand out the number of useful, successful emulations I've seen. I mean, EverQuest One was there's a Project 1999 thing there that you can find. Um, the Star Wars Galaxies one, it was uh, there was a lot of love for that game, so there was a lot yeah. of determined things. Yeah. And I think the people I think the NGE did it for that. The whole combat yeah. upgrade and NGE, that started the clock ticking and that was at that point people started harvesting telemetry. Yes. Because they, <laughs> even before the game closed, well yeah, years before it closed, people wanted to make their own emulated version of a pre NGE game anyway. So that sort of gave it a bit of a bump start. I think World of Warcraft emulation is a well understood science. There's lots of them out there mostly pre-burning crusade but uh, yeah um but just finding a dead mmo because when they're gone they're gone forever you know that's that's they were they were real places for me places i spent time places i enjoyed you know even if they only existed digitally and virtually and when the servers are gone that's it no more you can never re- visit them again yeah. in the same way that you could decide to just get in a car and go and visit the town you grew up in in real life but so it's it's it's, it's heartening to have you know a last chance to see another look to have another go to have a look and 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 that's what I'm doing with Warhammer Online. I mean, I'm sort of reminded about how grindy the combat in there is. It is your basic hotkey combat. And that's basically the same team that um, Dark Age of Camelot, and then they did that, and then they went on to do the Old Republic. Yeah. So, and, and it's, I'm replaying that a bit at the moment, and that's, that's quite. You know, buy the numbers, watch the clocks, type boring combat gameplay that's, that's reinvented again and again. So, yeah, a bit of a nostalgia trip. I don't know how seriously I'm taking it, but it's nice to be able to just go and have another look anyway. And, and you don't even need to have had your
1: original discs. Can you download the server and run it locally?
0: Um, I don't know. This Re- Return of Reckoning is, I suppose, the server that is being run off of the code that is the most complete well, yeah. uh, Warhammer emulator out there. I suppose you can get to the code and run your own? I don't know. I I that's probably a like bit idea, more complicated. Yeah,
1: I can't like the idea of being able to run it yourself. Because yeah, you'd have if to have these guys so I think well. there's a GitHub and On all that sort down. of thing. Yeah,
0: so, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the point of having, it's all very well writing your own yeah, MMO emulator, but if no one's coming to play it with you, then mm-hmm. you you can't recreate yeah. that that widespread, wide scale feeling of a proper MMO. So there needs to be a kind of official server to go with most emulator projects, and I think this is that for that particular yeah. project. I don't, yeah, I don't know if the code's generally available or whether it's a closely guarded secret by an elite few who who, who lord their power with like tyrants. I don't know, but um, yeah, there's there's the, certainly from a player perspective, it's uh, it's available to have a go and have a look at whether you like the thing or get on with the community or or just can't be having with having to dig out your own. <laughs> application <laughs> failure logs from the depths of the administrator tools in windows <laughs> it's a whole nother matter but uh oh it's the ice cream van yeah oh wow it started coming down the road again oh blimey there'll have to be another intervention you might have to talk for a bit while i pop outside no go on anyway in yes this so, cold <laughs> so yeah warhammer online is is still playable um but for how long who knows <laughs> that's awfully loud <laughs> <Fucking> right outside <laughs> Stop me and buy one. Right, yeah. no one's going to buy
1: anything. Okay, you're going to talk for a bit and talk quite loudly. Okay, I, I've been playing a bit of uh, uh, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky? Is that ready yet? Yeah, we'll see. Mm. Uh, you play as Norman Sky, mm. who Norman um, Sky. W- wakes up on a planet with no memory of what's gone on before and has to go find his ship and figure out what's going on and do stuff.
0: Mm hmm. Okay. Like in the Premier so far?
1: Well, it's the same premise at every... Yes, platform. and I do like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good premise. Yeah, okay, so the, the, this is the updated versions that we'd say. They've been yeah, constantly it's, updating. updated. what, are they about four or five large updates yeah. in uh, ever since different earlier... Different features? In the summer, they released a very well-featured update. Yeah. They've been um, adding more and more... of like Atlas Rising or something, yeah. wasn't it? They've been adding more and more... they just added motorbikes. Oh, cool. Um, Talk so to me when
0: they've got hoverboards. Okay, That's the next big thing coming for uh, Warframe. <laughs> yeah. uh, We're all very excited.
1: So I've been playing uh, the, the updated version, started a new game. Mm. And I, over the last couple of months, I've been uh, plucking away at it and doing stuff. So the the gameplay is the same as before. You, you wander around a planet, you shoot things with a mining laser to uh, get resources. You get too many of these resources and the sentinel droids try and kill you. Which is still just as annoying as ever. Uh, yeah, yeah a,
0: me- a meditative procedural planet exploration game probably doesn't want a five star wanted system snapped no. on the top. Like I'd for doing
1: core gameplay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you're trying to do a big build project, quite often I find myself to just stand there and just wait for this thing to bugger off. Ugh. I could kill it, but then more will come. Yeah, yeah. It so all I want to do is take down this tree so I can't. Yeah, uh, So you start off, then you find a ship, then you go into space, and then you discover that there's many, many planets, and um hyperdrive you can use to go between planets. And what you're basically doing at that point is following a route to get to figure out what you're meant to be doing. Hmm. Um, and that leads you to the centre of the universe. Hmm. We ignore that. Okay, fine. So <laughs> I've been playing all of the other bits which uh, yeah. ran on top of that. So the base building, yeah. the... Uh, Uh, capital ship stuff, capital ships, yes. Okay, when you go into space, after a couple of jumps, you get uh, you'll jump into a system and there'll be a uh, alert because there's a capital ship being attacked in front of you. Mm. Now, if you help them and block the people who are attacking him because he's got space combat, yeah, uh, then you can you will get that um carrier, okay. And then you what you can do then is you can hire other frigates and build up a nice large fleet which closely home world closely resembles about Star Galactica. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you can send them off on missions. That sounds cool. And they have stats and they level up. So you might have a trade ten or a combat three and so mm-hmm. you you need to make numbers up and send them off. And they'll go off and they'll spend a day doing stuff and they'll come back and they'll See that all does sound quite engaging, yeah. quite interesting. Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Um <laughs> come back. they might be damaged, in mm. which case you've got to fly over to the ship get off wander around to the systems and repair them by either feeding enough platinum or silver or whatever into the system to fix okay, it yeah. so you, you so it's quite nice you have to if, if one of your trade ships is damaged you have to fly over the land on it mm. hop out walk around inside the ship to get to say the engine and repair the engine which is quite nice i like that mm. um
0: i've been missing space engineers a bit and but it was a bit the space engineers is very very grindy and i was just thinking this is very
1: very grindy as well and yeah. and uh it's nothing
0: so, like, I'd, I'd love for something like space engineers but more engaging and more lively there's no
1: real creation what you, you hmm. can inside your carrier you can create uh rooms yeah and it's got a really nice system actually for um you basically start off with a corridor with a big room at the end. Yeah. And then you said, you're going to need a command centre to uh, be able to send your fleet off to do missions. Okay. So you just point at one of the walls, select the uh, room and balky create the room behind it. Okay. and So you carve it out and you've got corridors you can put in, ramps going down and things. So you can make a really complicated little uh, internal ship design. I don't know why you'd want to, because there's not everyone need to.
0: Well, yeah. <coughs> but um, it sounds like it's a, it does sound like a game that's about the doing of things, yeah. rather than the getting stuff at the now, end the, of it all. The
1: problem I have with the, the fr- sending the frigates off is it gets so expensive on fuel, which I'm having to mine on planets, yeah. that uh, I decided after a while, I can't be asked for this. I'm going to go live on a planet and make a base. Yeah. <laughs> so I flew down to a planet, found a planet which was almost suitable, apart from the... Um, deadly radiation storms every 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, them F- foil umbrella, you'd be right. yeah. So uh, you create a base by first of all you uh, put down a base computer, which is sort of a, a pedestal that uh, enables you to build a base there, then you put down a floor and a building on top of that. Mm. You either do it by putting down the floor and the walls and the ceiling in a modular Fortnite kind of way, yeah. Or you just put down this bop square room, then bop door on the side, bop corridor coming out, which is a lot easier.
0: Straight, it's quite simple then. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, But you can you can do relatively large spawning bases, uh, but you know they're always going to look a bit similar. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, you start doing that, and then there's two different quest paths that you have to do for your base because they're one at one time, and then the other one later. and joined up systems yeah joined up systems and they both give you useful things Mm. it's just if you do one of them first then for most of it you're going to be getting better things than the other one (laughs) except for the thing at the end of the other one is the most useful thing because it enables you to land your ship on a landing pad which means you don't have to use fuel to take off again Ah. (coughs) which which, bizarrely is the most valuable thing you can have in that because otherwise just spend all your time gathering fuel to be able to take off you can only take off about five times.
0: Yeah, yeah. I imagine the gathering probably gets a bit boring yeah. after a while.
1: <laughs> so uh, so the, the one we get off the base computer, that mission line, uh, basically it says, right, uh, make one of these. Mm-hmm. So you say you'll make this refiner or a uh, atmospheric harvester, which will get oxygen out of the air or whatever. Yep. Uh, and then it will say, okay, come back in an hour and a half. Mm. So I'm looking for new missions. And then I say, oh, it wants me to come back in an hour and a half. Right. Screw this. I'm going away for a, a day. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be left waiting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because. Game if, loop
0: uh, issues. Yeah. As, as as
1: yeah, fine. If you don't value my time, then why should I value yours, you stupid game? Well, quite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so don't, took, don't take that crap from these games. No. So it took me ages to get through all that. But in the end, I did get through all that. Mm. Uh, and I unlocked all the bits on that. But in the meantime, I was doing the other uh, base missions, which is you put down a base uh, a station in your base and you get uh an alien dude who will uh, do science stuff for you ah. and they unlock a bit more and you get a technology dude and a weapons dude and- building your own star fleet yeah effectively hmm. uh and so only one of those so far has told me to come back in an hour and a half <laughs> so i went away for a week right <laughs> punished then yeah. If you tell me to go away an hour and a half, I'm just going to go away and then only come back to your game when I remember it exists. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
1: the you, that's the problem
0: with waiting as gameplay. I could be just in your game waiting, or I could just stop and go and play yeah. another game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got thoughts in the other window <laughs> to play that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have so,
0: to really deserve to make your players wait. Yeah.
1: So, uh, the, the base... People missions are a lot more interesting than the base computer missions, mm. uh, and they unlock more useful things like uh, refineries that you can build inside your um, base. So you put down one of the big square rooms, you have to put a refinery in the middle, but the you then got your refinery that doesn't need fuel, which is nice because mm. otherwise you just have to keep plugging carbon into it. Yeah. So you're constantly cutting down trees. <laughs> <laughs>
0: which makes the the police robots angry. Yeah, which makes
1: the police robots angry.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah compelling gameplay loops <laughs> well yeah
0: yeah i mean i keep I, I was fascinated by no man's sky when it first was announced and stuff and i've been following it ever since but i keep waiting i keep thinking yeah i probably ought to play that but then i just get <laughs> a torrent of negativity yeah. and i just think oh, okay maybe i'll wait yeah and so no. it sounds like they are sort of making strides to flesh it out and fix it and yeah, it's getting
1: better but it doesn't solve the fundamental issue which is what do you do
0: yeah yeah i mean and- are, um, you, are you missing some some rollicking eight-hour narrative adventure story where you're a lone starfighter and no, a well, I, sassy sidekick co-pilot woman? And,
1: I, I'm missing the sense that there is things to do in this world, like build something interesting. You're supposed or, to
0: be like deciphering monoliths or something or oh find, yeah. finding a big secret at the centre yeah, of the galaxy. Yeah,
1: you are meant to be, but that's really boring.
0: Mm, oh, well.
1: It doesn't have that that Minecraft thing of I can just play in this and do stuff. Well, be happy.
0: Famously presents you with no objectives or yeah, goals whatsoever. But still
1: manages to <laughs> let you come up with objectives. In this, there's I can gather resources, but my inventory so more is really small. Yeah, my it? inventory is really small yeah. and it's really annoying, so I'm gonna to have to not be able to get all I want. No. And the sentry robots are gonna come and shoot me after a while because they don't want me to gather all these resources. Mm, mm.
0: It's like the game's punishing you for playing the game. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and and the General hostility to you doing the gameplay loops. <laughs> yeah, it really is a bit. Is there an option to turn the sentinel robots you can, off? You can start off on pacifist at the start, but you mm. can't change it afterwards, as far as I can tell. So a more creative mode. Yeah, I suppose. and I don't know how much that would damage uh, the rest of it because mm. some of these missions you do have to go shoot the robots because we have to take out a depot or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's weird and it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll probably give it a go at some point, but uh, I suppose by the sounds of it, still wait for No,
1: it, it, it's getting more and more in there. Yeah. It's just it needs something compelling to do. Did you say they added multiplayer? It's got like four-player co-op. It has, it has multiplayer now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but again, it's a little bit uh, janky. And... Um, it really doesn't have anything for you to do. It's sort of four of Apart you trying from, to find something to do instead of just yeah. one of you. You're working through the quests together, but yeah. all the quests do is unlock the stuff you can do. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. um yeah i
0: briefly talk about stellaris and oh, yeah, yeah still yeah. that's my thing at the moment i yeah so in all of this like 40 or 50 games that i you know play about two minutes of each <laughs> and then get bored stellaris does seem to stand out still it's i still keep coming back to it over and over and playing great really big long sessions yeah. of it and uh, and th- thoroughly loving it i mean just the look and the feel and the design of it all are absolutely spot on. and and um the the gameplay loop as it were yeah. is very yeah. compelling you know your, your empire is constantly developing growing changing responding to new and different threats and, and and objectives and agendas change and so on, neighbours. It's really good. Really good sort of for you know, Empire Builder type four X game. No, not four X, that's a different thing. That's elite and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Civilization Management game across yeah. the stars and, and is a really good one. I mean, they're perhaps, you know, a bit a bit cheeky with the vast quantity of additional D L C that you have to keep getting all the time. Or don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can spend hundreds of pounds on all all of it, but uh, But yeah, it's it's a real sense of uh, a game that's continually being looked at and worked on, because you get some of the improvements and updates for free anyway, you don't necessarily have to keep buying the DLC all the time. Um, Yeah, so uh, that didn't survive my... I did actually, no, I did... My Big say game did survive. I started a new one anyway. Of course. You know, the early games often the best bit in these games. Yeah. Yeah, and I've just clicked random on the race, Um, so I ended up with a race of of oceanic beetle-type creatures who are highly fundamentally spiritualistic uh, and, and quite Quite uh, authoritarian. It's like okay. a big, big Religious yeah. theocracy of, of sea beetles, um, who are quite short-lived, uh, which means your leaders die quite quickly, yeah. and have to keep replacing them quite often. And they breathe very slowly, so they're right on the edge of <laughs> you know useful useful survive, <laughs> Darwinian survivability as a species. But I'm I'm working with them. I take what I've given, and I'm getting on with it. And yeah, we our, our sea beetles are now. Uh, got a massive wedge of the galaxy about j big, about 6th of the the radius I think so that's good um and we're, we're on we're, we're i've decided to go with the pacifist strategy of buying off all my neighbors with free food so they don't kill me Fair enough. which works work quite well actually yeah, in, in yeah. stellaris there's only a very few it's you know hard who've got really bad hard-coded xenophobic stats who you just can't do anything with and i think one of them's next door and uh, they, they attacked me and i fought them but fought them to a standstill and you know that's fine with me i didn't go in for trying to claim loads of their systems i just wanted them to not yeah, impede yeah. my continuing development which worked well enough um and yeah and now, we're, now I'm developing up and up. Got quite a lot of the tradition sort of perk things filled in. I, I keep hearing about the, the end game of Stellaris. It's designed with a sort of beginning, mid and end game with your progression as you go with these various alien ascended empires and fallen fallen empires sort of suddenly becoming belligerent halfway yeah. through the game and then some end game galactic threats and things as well, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. As, soon as I've never finished a game of Stellaris. Yeah. I don't even know because the years are a bit weird. I can't, it's not like, Civilization, where it starts at, you know, 10,000 BC and finishes at 2,000 AD, yeah. Yeah, it starts in like 25-something-something something, and just goes and goes, and I don't even know where the end is, what I'm aiming at in terms of dates, so, yeah, tricky, but I'm just just loving the, the micromanagement data, moment-to-moment gameplay of, of, of Stellaris, I keep, keep dipping in and doing bits of that here and there, very good. Very good. In this time of gaming, troubled waters and crisis for me at the moment. And I don't know where I'm going to end up with it all. Mm. But uh, yeah, all change. It's, the, it's the September, isn't it? It's the the, the autumn. It's yes. all change. Having yeah. changes on telly and in your work-life stuff and yeah. you know, the seasons outside. Gaming's the same for me, a bit. So, yeah, anyway. Um,
1: yeah, that's about it, really. What did you learn this week? Uh, well, this entire month. Uh, what I've basically learned is that... Um, there is an never-ending supply of scenery that needs painting, <laughs> and the scenery keeps coming somehow. And really, it never into ends the modelling And, then, and yeah. it just keeps coming and coming and coming, and it won't end. And I, I'm scared. Mm-hmm.
0: I learned how to make Mornay sauce. Oh, okay. yes, which is a daughter sauce of one of the five mother sauces of traditional French cuisine. I've, I've decided I'm going to become sauce expert, saucier or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm learning, learning all the sauces of French cuisine. HP
1: cooking. sauce, ketchup. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Bechamel sauce, your white sauce, which is uh, butter. Is that the one way? and flowers if of root t-
1: two sauces are in a scene together yeah. and they talk to each other.
0: No, no. <laughs> that's something <laughs> entirely different. No, it's uh, so like you mix your butter with your flour to make a roux, equal yeah. proportions, yeah. like paste. Uh, then you heat milk and slowly stir that in and that's your white sauce. That's bechamel sauce. Very easy. Okay. That is one of the five mother sauces and from there you can derive any number of daughter sauces. So I went with Mornay, which uh, about 30 grams of Gruyere cheese, slowly melted in the stirred yeah. salt and pepper. Boom, cheese sauce. Yeah. Very good. I was, I, I'm very impressed with my first four into uh, exotic French cuisine. Yeah. Might try Bernays next.
1: I apologise to any French people listening at pronunciations and <laughs> whatever facts uh, were wrong in that. Yeah, yeah. So there's some stuff. Anyway, um, do your spiel. Go on to Hannibal.Sime.com where you can find our previous episodes and the old podcast as well. And you can go to YouTube where you can see the video version of us uh, doing this. And some hiking. And some hiking. And lots of hiking coming up. Yes, the hiking will be out in a couple of weeks and be every week for however long how many days were you gone for?
0: Uh four and a half in the end. So five. It's five days worth of stuff, yeah. yeah.
1: Five episodes. Did you go inside and do six hours on any of those days? Ah. Uh, a, a bit, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think I did I was down for eleven miles on one day and I did about eighteen. I just couldn't stop. But you know, I got that yeah. tunnel hike tunnel hiking thing going on again. Anyway, with that we'll see you next time. <laughs> Goodbye.